0: welcome to the podcast we're gonna talk about the full monty from love and relationships sex health death and grief this is your number one place for no bullshit tough love advice life is beautiful life is wonderful but it is fucked up and people are dumb but that's how it's all meant to be I'm Samara, and this is Perfectly Flawedcast. Hello, hello! What is up, Flodsters? What is up, Flodsters? Ah, uh, welcome to the opera. Welcome. To me, on a Friday afternoon, kind of a gloomy one, lots of, uh, that's cheekiness, that's my cheekiness, uh, she's used to having three doggos around, but the doggos are at work today, so, uh, there's just a cheekiness, lonely cheekiness, come here, baby, yeah, come sit here, cheeky. Can't make a cat do anything, can you? Anyway, I was saying it's been kind of cloudy, kind of gray here. And, uh, you know, it's good in a way because we really need fucking moisture in Colorado because we get those wildfires that are pretty fucking nasty. So rain is always welcome. But it does make the mood a little low, I have to say. I'm like super affected by the weather. Like I need sunshine like every fucking day or I get in a bit of a mood, you know. Okay, I think I gotta let Cheeky out of here or it's just gonna be meowing the whole episode. Okay, okay, we're back. We let that cheekiness out of the basement dungeon. Yeah, so I'm one of those people who like the weather like really fucking affects my mood and it's it's a miracle I can survive winter at all. And uh, it's been a couple of years since I've actually done a real Colorado winter. Um, so, I don't know, I'm not looking forward to that, except I would be happy if Alex was with me. I'll take a winter any day, as long as my husband can be in the same fucking country that I live in. I don't know what else is going on, I'm trying to think. Yeah, I I feel like every intro so far has just been about the struggle, you know? I don't know, I'm just in a deeper place of anxiety and depression than I've been in in years and years, like, usually my medication has helped me cope, you know, has kept me from having spiraling thoughts and spiraling anxiety and depression is a little bit new for me, this level of it. Yeah, and I just haven't gotten into my psychiatrist until Monday and I'm just like counting down the fucking hours. I really think I need like a medication change, you know, it's been maybe seven years on the same meds and they're just not kicking it anymore. Just not kicking it. So, um, yeah, I want to switch something up. I got to feel better. I'm, like, barely functioning. It's not great. I, like, I like just can't get shit done. And uh, it's difficult. It's difficult to remain healthy when you're feeling this low. Yeah, I'm doing my best, but it's a struggle. And, uh, you know, I've been thinking about my mom more because this is really the first time I've been here. Um, since she died that I'm really here without her. And it's been hard. It's been really hard. I think about her. I was just lying in bed, remembering what her hugs felt like, remembering how comforting it is to have a mother. You know, I have never been a super spiritual person, but as a lot of people will say that after they lose somebody that changes and that's changed for me to a degree for sure like I believe that my mom is still her presence is still with me and that's because after she died I really could just feel that she was with me and there wasn't a doubt in my mind that she was still with me you know. And so that feeling just made me more spiritual, made me like, well, I guess they do have some presence with us after they die, you know, but all my life, you know, I've kind of wanted to have a firm belief in something in the afterlife, you know, but I wasn't raised religious. My mom was raised Catholic, Italian Catholic. And my dad's family is Mennonite, not like really strict ones, but, you know, they're from Amish country. They go to like a Mennonite church. But neither of my parents were religious. They actually, when they met, were more into like Eastern spirituality and they were going to an ashram, which is where they got married and were learning about Hinduism and Eastern religion from a guru in California. Yeah, couldn't get any more hippie than that. Um, So I, I was raised going to an ashram for a little bit when I was a kid, but then there was some fucked up scandal and my parents kind of, you know, lost faith in, I don't know, humanity. Not really, but, you know, it's like when something happens, the guru is sleeping with all the women or whatever. It just, I don't know, just muddies the water. And then you, you you're kind of like, I don't know. And, you know, with all the traveling I've done, I've, I've witnessed a lot of different religions and, and actually my best friend is Buddhist. There's a decent Buddhist community here in, um, where do I live? Boulder, Colorado. And there's also a decent, decent, a decent, a decent Jewish community. And some of my friends are Jewish. So, and in school, we learned about a lot of different religions. So, you know, I have had exposure to that, but it's not like anything like made me like, yeah, this is definitely what happens after you die. I kind of believed that when you died, it was just fucking over lights out, you know? I just never felt connected to any kind of specific spiritual beliefs or religion. But since my mom died, things have changed a little bit. I'm still kind of working out the bits and pieces of what I believe. I'm just working out still how it all might work, you know? It's like she's gone in her body, but her soul is still existing out there. But does it exist forever? Does it eventually become at peace and disappear? Or is my mom just part of everything now, part of the whole universe? I don't know. I really don't know. But I'm figuring it out, you know? I'm I'm even figuring it out right now as we're talking about this. I do believe that she gives me signs and that she sends me messages. And, and this sounds ridiculous, but I believe my mom sends me comfort signs through dachshunds, through wiener dogs. Yeah, and that sounds crazy, but my mom had two wiener dogs. My dad now has them. They are Vivi and Sona. And my mom loved those dogs so fucking much. And she just loved dachshunds. Now, I took my mom's ashes... To Asia with me. And Alex and I, we went to a temple in Da Nang. And we decided to spread her ashes, not all of them, but some of them, under a giant banyan tree. At a temple looking over the ocean in Da Nang, Vietnam. Right after I did it, I look around the tree and what do I see but a dachshund standing there. I don't think I saw a dachshund the rest of the time or any time at all in Da Nang, but there was a dachshund standing there right after I spread my mom's ashes under this banyan tree. And that just felt like a sign to me. Like, I don't know what she's saying exactly, but like, I'm here still or like, so I don't know, you know, I guess I believe in these signs and like sometimes when I'm feeling low and I spot a dachshund and it does something sillier. It comes up to me. I think of my mom. Yeah, I also have this like superstition about 11-11. I know a lot of people, you know, it's, it's an angel number. And I know a lot of people have a, a connection to it. But the reason why I have a connection to it is that my mom was diagnosed with cancer on 11-11-11. 2011 on that exact day the whole time that my mom was sick with cancer whenever I would see the numbers 1111 I would pray I would say I don't know higher power just please help my mom live a long time with this cancer and she beat the odds she lived how long do you think Into the 11th year. I don't know what all that means. But it just seems kind of crazy to me. That all these numbers. They're just in the universe trying to tell me something. If My point in all this is like, if you lose somebody, we find a way to believe in something. You can be like me and be like relatively... No, I'm not an atheist, i it's not that I don't believe in God, I just don't know what I believe, you know? I think that losing somebody, yeah, it just makes you want or need to believe in something else, that it's just not the end, that we're just never gonna be around them again, you know? And it's also just a feeling that comes with it. And this is probably going to get depressing for a lot of people. But part of what has helped me deal with my mom's death is that I was with her, helping her every step of the way in her last decline before she died. And my mom, she knew it was the end, but she was laughing and making jokes, even when she could barely speak. She was an angel. It was like she was closer to some higher power that was giving her this magical fucking energy. And she wasn't afraid. She just wanted to laugh with her family in her last moments. And I just think when you see somebody go through that with such grace and such beauty, you just, it's like, God, I feel like I would be an asshole if I was dying. But she was radiant. And I believe it's because she was closer to the angels, to the God, to a higher power or something, you know, she felt it. I don't know where she is now, I know she sends me signs and she visits me, but there was something that she was going towards at the end. Something light, something wonderful, something beautiful, because it was already possessed in her body as she was dying I could just see it it was like I remember her saying about me when I was born she felt the presence of angels around me and that's how I felt when she was dying not only were they looking out for her but they were looking out for me too angels were helping me just get through it just focus on her You don't need to feel sad right now. You just need to give this woman peace and happiness and spend time with her until the end. And I did that. And that's one of the greatest gifts that I have ever had. I was there helping her, hugging her, cuddling her, putting lotion on her body, feeding her, until the end. And a lot of people are fucking afraid to do that. Somebody is sick and they run. And I understand that. But if you're in a place where you have a choice, I actually think that going through that with her has made my grieving easier than if I had just run away and felt regret. So... For those of you who are in a place where you're struggling, struggling to find what you believe in, what is your spirituality? What do you think about death and afterlife? What do you think about it? What is going to happen when you die or when someone you love dies? All I can say is that it's something that we shouldn't run away from. And I learned this a bit from Indian culture because they have a very different approach to death than we do in the West. They watch the bodies of their loved ones being burned in front of them. And that is something we would never do in America because it's too real. We want to run from it. We want to pretend like it doesn't exist here. But it does. And it's a big part of life. So I spent a lot of my life being afraid of it. I'm afraid of my own death. But because my my mom was diagnosed with cancer when I was 22, I was mostly just afraid of her dying because I loved her so much. So I spent most of my 20s riddled with anxiety, worried about her dying, you know, because it's like you never know with cancer, like how long somebody is going to live. And thank God I had her for as long as I did, you know, but I wish that I had dived into my fear of death more before it happened to me. I wish that I had cultivated a little bit more spirituality but I don't know if that was possible for me. It's like I had to have it happen to really understand and to feel it, you know? So I encourage you if you're in a place where you are avoiding, fucking just avoiding thinking about death or someone you love is sick and you don't want to be around them because it just reminds you of death. You got to face that shit because death is inevitable to you and to the ones you love. And it's important to figure out how you can embrace it as much as possible. And what you believe is going to happen after somebody is gone, after you're gone. It's important to figure that shit out because I don't think... You fully understand or live life when you don't embrace death. You know, I don't know what the meaning of life itself is. Who knows? It could be to be happy. It could be to be a good person. And to do the best things you can in the world. But I do think that along with the meaning of life, those potential meanings of life, comes with learning to live, to accept, and to face death. To keep living your life knowing that death can happen, but to not be so afraid. Because It's gonna happen to you no matter what. I don't know, but I just know that when I die, some part of me will be with my mom again. I don't know that we'll be sitting in the good place eating frozen yogurt or fucking at the knees of a giant white man in a throne. I don't know that that's exactly what it's gonna look like, but... I believe some element of my soul will find her again and maybe that is in reincarnation or maybe that's just maybe that's just that we merge together and become part of the greater universe everything maybe we're just everything now I don't know nobody really knows and that's the thing like religion says that they know but they don't know have they died and come back and it's like even those people who have like died flatlined and then come back like they're just tripping on DMT made in their brain and maybe some of that is real but maybe it's not I just don't think anybody truly knows I don't believe that anybody knows I believe you can know for yourself what feels true but not because somebody else told you, because it really feels in your soul like that feels what I believe, you know? All this is fucking heavy. I understand. It's 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 heavy. I mean, you know, probably nobody's going to want to listen to me talk about it. But if you've been through it, then... Maybe you will understand, too, exactly what I'm talking about, you know? It's a, it's just complicated. It's just complicated. But I will say that having a sense of what happens after we die can really help us face death. And I think I wish that I had cultivated that I had dug deeper into the anxiety around it that I felt that I had cultivated a, a sense of spirituality before my mom passed. That's my one regret because I think it would have helped me a lot deal with it. And I mean, I've, I've dealt with it. Now I've come around to feel more spiritual To not have had those years of intense anxiety and fear around death because I was exploring and accepting it and maybe talking about it in therapy. I think that's the mistake that I made and I encourage you, even if you don't have somebody sick, like your parents are probably going to die before you and yeah, you should be looking into that. You should be not just avoiding thinking about it. That's not going to do you any good. You need to dive into exploring your spiritual beliefs and why you are so afraid of losing somebody. So, you know, find the right tools. Find the right people to talk to. Somebody who's been through it is good, you know. But there's also professionals that can help you with that so that that's good you could do that too i think honestly embracing death makes for a better life a less a less fearful life i'm not saying that you should just like fucking not care that you're going to die and just do stupid shit because like you don't have a fear of death i i think that you're always going to have a fear of death you know for yourself especially because that's just part of our biochemistry to be afraid of dying and to keep ourselves safe. And that's understandable. But what I'm saying is that is, is more about just cultivating a sense of spirituality around it. And a sense of acceptance that it is going to happen to you and to the ones you love. Because it, it, it will lighten your load. It will lighten your load. And I encourage you, if you have the opportunity to experience someone dying and to be there for someone who is dying, to do it, to help them. Because you would want that too. You would want people to be around you, to help you, to love you in your final moments. And you might also pick up a bit of that magic angel energy that they are giving off in their final moments. I just had to have a moment of silence to ground myself a little bit because this has been a very heavy but close to my heart topic. And... I know I didn't give concrete tips, but I hope you gained something out of this. Maybe in your 20s, if you're lucky, or younger. You don't have to deal with this, but the older you get, the more you have to face mortality. Don't run away from it. Don't run away. That's all I can say. I hope that you... I don't know if you enjoyed this episode, but I hope you got something out of it. As always, you can email me at perfectlyflawedcast at gmail.com or hit me up on TikTok, YouTube, and Instagram at perfectlyflawedcast already. Bye-bye.